Stories from California Cattle Country is produced by the California Cattlemen's Foundation and receives support from the California Cattle Council. We've created this podcast for those wanting to connect with the people and practices of far-flung ranches and dairies in California through hearing stories from and learning more about families in cattle country. This summer is just about the first anniversary of the project known as Stories from California Cattle Country. Though our first episode wasn't released until August 2021, the conceptualization started around the beginning of summer of last year. My first ranch visit, literally my first ever visit to a ranch, was at Copeman Ranch in Sunol, California. I was overwhelmed by all the facets of ranch living, and suffice it to say, I had many questions and the Copemans, Tim, Melinda, Clayton, and Natalie, were gracious to answer them. That visit seems to be from a long time ago. The folks that produce this podcast are big believers in continual improvement, with the goal of best serving our membership by relating stories from remote ranches and dairies to people that may not have the luxury of visiting them. We've tried a little bit of everything. This episode, our 20th episode, will be the last for this first season. We decided to drop in on the Coatmans and cook a steak recipe, steak au poivre. I caught up with Natalie Coatman at our mid-year meeting, and we got to talking about recipes. The Coatmans offer beef for sale directly to the consumer, and offering recipes proves beneficial to their clientele. Selling beef directly to consumers offers one unique complication. A single animal only has so many cuts, so tri-tips, you get two. Hanger steaks, you get one. You might get 14 pounds of ribeyes and 4 pounds of tenderloin or filet. You also get 150 pounds of ground beef, along with a menagerie of other less familiar cuts. At the Coatmans, the usual suspects, like ribeyes, filet, New Yorks, almost sell out immediately. Slower sellers are things like ground beef and cube steak. I've been fortunate enough to eat my fair share of cuts and have found that if cooked right, any part of the animal could be delicious. I've had head cheese, oxtail, beef heart and tongue. I even had a beautiful bowl pizzle salad at a Vietnamese restaurant in South Sacramento a few years back. The onus is on the consumer to learn the methods to cook and serve all these various cuts. The recipe brought to the Coatmans is designed for the aforementioned prized cuts. It's simple but luxurious and a tiny bit dangerous. I mean, what worth eating isn't? I'm Ryan Donahue, and this is Stories from California Cattle Country. This recipe is available in the description. As you'll hear, the recipe is nearly bulletproof, just so as long as you keep on your toes. Take an inch to an inch and a half thick beef steak and pack one side with rough cracked pepper. Coat a heavy bottom pan with oil. Get it ripping hot and sear the steak on each side for three to four minutes. Just don't burn it. Set the steak aside to rest. If it's on the thicker end and you like your steak north of medium, then it may need like five minutes in a 450 degree oven. Drain the excess oil from the pan, but leave in any of the crispy bits. Add a touch of oil, a pat of butter, your finely diced shallots, diced green peppercorns, and half of your picked thyme leaves. Cook until fragrant, about 90 seconds to two minutes. If you're using a gas burner, shut off the burner and add an eighth of a cup or a few good splashes of brandy or cognac. Use a stick lighter or a fireplace match to burn off the alcohol. At this point, check to make sure your ceiling isn't on fire and then take a picture for social media. The alcohol should burn off in about 30 seconds. At this point, add two cups of beef stock, a big splash of heavy cream, the remaining thyme leaves, another knob of butter, and reduce until it's almost gravy, then salt and pepper to taste. What I wanna do is just kind of talk you through the recipe. It's really quick. So I mean, it's really not gonna take very long at all. What you're gonna do is we're gonna cook the steaks 
and then rest them. And then the, the pan sauce happens while they're resting. Okay. So it happens in like five or six minutes. So, so prep wise, what we need to do is just the neat thing about the recipe is that it, it really doesn't matter how much of anything you put in it. You kind of can't ruin it unless you like put too much salt or maybe too much pepper, okay. but we're going to strip a little bit of the make thyme. Mm-hmm. and just make like a little pile of it. Again, it's like, if you really like thyme, make a big pile. If you don't, you know, so you can do as much as you want. Okay. We can use one or two shallots. Oh, I like shallots. Okay, so then do two, because I love shallots. Other things, I brought a mortar and pestle. The one thing that's kind of like true to the recipe that you kind of can't not do is that you basically rough crack pepper and you just pack rough crack pepper on one side of the steak. When you cook it, it actually, it calms down. It's not insanely peppery. It just, you don't want the really fine stuff. So what we do is we grind it up in here Mm -hmm. and anything you can grab with your fingers, you can put on the steak. Anything left underneath um, will be good for the sauce. And then just for fun, and you could just say no if you want to. I also brought Szechuan peppercorns and pink peppercorns, but these would just go in the sauce. Okay. And so you could, um, after that, when we're making the sauce, just grind a little bit of those in with the remaining pepper. And that's something we could add to the sauce itself. Okay. What I've never had these. Are they like super spicy? No, it numbs your lips. Oh. It's really cool. <laughs> no, it's good. The reason we're not adding them to the steak is that these will probably burn at a lower temperature. Olive oil, then you add the shallot, let it go for a second. You can either add the thyme leaves before or after you flame it. I like kind of doing half and half. You put the, the brandy in here, mm-hmm. you light it, let it burn off. It could be like kind of surprising. Um, just be ready for it. Uh, after that, it's just you add uh, beef stock, cream, and the green peppercorns, which are actually here. The only hard part about the recipe is how fast things happen. Yeah. This is real. It's happening. Yeah, you gotta cut up your shallots. Okay. Okay, I haven't had onions make me cry in a really long time. <laughs> okay, so now, now what? Just drain the uh, green peppercorns. Okay. And then take about half of them out and chop, give them a rough chop. And then all of your stuff, I think, is ready. Oh, we have to, we have to crunch our uh, peppercorns. Oh, yeah. So we're going to pack it with the black pepper? One side with black pepper. You could also hit it with salt, too, if you want. I could do that. Yeah, maybe that's okay. What's your opinion? Like, you have any opinions on some people, like, won't ever move a steak ever? Or, like, you know, don't touch it? Oh, um, I kind of don't touch it. Okay. Right. So, shallot? Yeah, I'd say shallot. I gotta put some butter. I put a knob of butter there for sure. You're just gonna need to throw the shallot in too, just so that the butter doesn't burn. Okay. You might get pissed off pretty quick. There you go. And the peppercorn? Yeah. Okay. Um, add like two tablespoons, like a good splash of brandy. Okay. Just... It won't go. Yeah, you just go ahead and pour it in. One. Yeah, one more. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, you're going to want to flame it. Clayton, you're missing a good part! So once that burns off, we can Woo! <laughs> that was cool. That was awesome. I see this every night when she's cooking. <laughs> No, you don't. That's awesome. 
Maybe uh, open that door. Yes. <laughs> you can add, like, I would say maybe a half cup of that uh, beef stock in the in the deli container, and then a pinch of those uh, the pepper that you have in the mortar and pestle. And then we just bring it down a little bit. And then once it comes down a little bit, you'll just want to taste it and then salt the taste. Okay. Never cut a steak for presentation. We visited the Coatmans because of the first recording that we ever did. At that time, ranches were alien to me. Over the last year, I can say I better understand the lives of ranchers and the issues affecting their livelihoods. I've also met dozens of very good people who open up their homes and businesses and welcome us in like friends. Our visit at Natalie and Clayton's home last Wednesday was no different. Natalie spent the day getting horses shod while Clayton shuttled their sons around and then met with a banker at the kitchen table while we were wrapping up. They were busy, but they couldn't have been more hospitable. I'm fortunate to have a job that allows me to travel this great state and meet people like the Copemans. Moving forward, stories will feature a more consistent format highlighting the small communities that support ranches and dairies and the people in those places. We're creating a tour of sorts in an effort to best represent people doing good work in remote areas. If you'd like us to visit, feel free to reach out via social media or email me at ryan at calcattle.org. If you'd like to see pictures from our visit, including shots of us almost burning down the Coatman's kitchen, visit www.calcattlecouncil.org. If you'd like to have insight to our travels, we have an Instagram account at, at Cattle Country. We'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening.